ACC covers country. Okay, food. Ladies and gentlemen, the RD party has arrived. Hello. Has arrived. Here we are. <laughs> Russell Dickerson, how you doing, man? Bro, I'm thriving. I'm great. I'm I'm ready to rage. We were just talking about the Jimmy Kimmel bit he does every Halloween. I told my kids that I ate all their Halloween candy, and I just feel oh, like this yeah. is something that you would do to your son. 100%. I can't <laughs> wait to do that. I just got so hungry. I ate all your candy. <laughs> Have you seen the ones where are like, oh, it's okay, mommy. They're you know, so like sweet. the ones that are like really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so your self-titled it. album is out today. Do you sleep the yeah. night before? Is it kind of like Christmas morning? How do you mentally prepare for an album release? Oh, I mean, honestly, it's just, it's like months and months of preparation. Honestly, creating the album, writing it and producing it and record it you know what i mean like there's so many preparations that go into it but now it's just like all the hard stuff all the hard parts out of the way and now we just let this eagle soar out into the world and you know it's just gonna we've done all we can do and it's now it's up to the to the fans and everything to just take it to the moon so your album, Yours, was super representative of, like, falling in love. And then the next one, Southern Symphony, was pretty indicative about your growing family and celebrating where you were in that chapter. So what is this new album representing for you? Honestly, this one, if you kind of look at it, there's a there's a big thread of nostalgia going through it. Of, like, even just, like, having the time to slow down in 2020 and 2021 and reflect and look how far we've come and, you know, this has been a dream of mine since I was, like, started playing guitar when I was 16. And so, like, Blame It On Being Young is about that age. And when, like, all the dumb stuff we used to do, that's the first song on the album. And the last song on the album is about me becoming a dad. So there's, like, so much life lived in between those two songs. And it's just, like, this the perfect album to call Russell Dickerson. It's just It's just me. So we got the privilege to see you a couple times in St. Louis this year, and you always bring the energy. Is there ever an occasion when your clothes stay on? No, not really. You know, clothes feel restrictive to me, and I like to just rip them off right in the middle of my show. Do you you think being on tour with Tim McGraw and and traveling with his gym helped at all? Yes, it's like cheating. Like, you have every resource known to man right there at your fingertips and you know but i mean uh, hey that's why he looks as ripped as he does okay so obviously going back to i feel like everybody always tells you how much energy you have when you're performing or on social media is there like a mantra or something that you would tell yourself getting up in the morning that keeps you going keeps you bringing the energy all over again because touring and this lifestyle can be a lot yeah it is i mean it is a lot i just think gratefulness you wait like i woke up on my bus this morning at like 6 a.m eastern time so it's like 5 a.m back home i was just like oh my gosh wow but then you're like you know what i get to wake up my album comes out tomorrow i get to talk to all these different radio outlets that are nice enough to have me on the air and you just honestly just starting your day with a little gratefulness goes a long way I want to ask you specifically about your Tim McGraw tour stop here in St. Louis. So our girl is Alexandra Kay here in St. Louis. We love her. You know, we're, we're always pumping her on the air and, and always there to, to lift her up. Is there any kind of, did you guys have a chance to talk at all? Did she ask for any advice? Did you give her any advice? 
Oh yeah, I mean we talked all the time. We like song, like we played songs back and forth, and you know, like when we came out on Like It, I Love It, like she, I told her I was like, hey, you need to. By the time you start singing, you need to be like in the middle of the stage, you know, and because she, she was like, she was starting to sing like from the way far off stage, and I was like, girl, you need to start walking like twenty seconds before, you know, because like I want you to have the most spotlight time that you can. Like, I want you to shine out there. And, you know, I mean, just little stuff that I I pay attention to. Like, I'm super obsessive about the live show and performance and everything. So I just wanted her to have, like, the biggest star moment that she could. We, we feel like she's got some uh, some awesome talent, she's and she's been man. out there on the road and yes. killing it. Um, you well, and I are about the same so much, age. Man. I want to know, just real quick, before we get out the phone, what was your favorite TV show growing up? Like, for me, it was Saved by the Bell and Full House all day. Oh, heck yeah. Saved by, um, what am I going to go with, man? All That. Okay. All That was okay. probably one of my favorites. All That. <laughs> Russell, we appreciate your time this morning. We know that you are a super busy man. The new self-titled album is out today. Make sure you go pick it up. And thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you all for jamming the record. Love you all. And uh, hopefully see you guys soon. All right. We'll awesome. see you, man. See ya. I hear the wedding bells. Because Hardy got married over the weekend on Saturday to his longtime girlfriend, Kaylee Ryan. Congratulations, Hardy. They had 350 guests. The groom wore a bow tie, a fairly family heirloom cufflinks, and a cowboy hat. And they said they wanted the wedding to, quote, last like 30 seconds so they could yeah. skip to the good part and just throw a big party. That's the best when the officiants like... Six minutes, what up? (laughs) (laughs) There was a star-studded guest list, as you can assume, including, of course, Hardy's best friend, Morgan Wallen, Dirk Smentley, Lauren Elena, Travis Stanning, Brantley Gilbert, and Jingle Fest artist, Mitchell Tenpenny. Nice. Wow. And they included some of their own little personal touches on this wedding, as most people do. But this one was a little extreme. They had two beer burrows, which is literally a donkey with a basket strapped to its back full of bush light. That's awesome. Beer burrows going around at the <laughs> cocktail party or cocktail hour, I should say. And um, as soon as the ceremony en- ceremony ended, it was time to kick back because that's when they let the little donkeys roam around. And they also had a full-on tattoo pop-up where fans could get inked to remember the occasion. I see Raylan getting a tattoo here. She did. What do you get at a wedding? Are you she, are you getting like their hashtag? No, she got something <laughs> personal. I know she got something for, to do with her daughter, but yeah. I I wondered that too. Like, if a tattoo artist is coming to your wedding, do they have a rule of like it can oh, only man. be this big? It can yeah. only be an inch by an inch. Do you know that if there's a tattoo parlor at any wedding I'm at, I don't have any tattoos, but it would be my first tattoo and it'd be something stupid like a donut. You know what I mean? You always talk about getting a donut. I just think it'd be awesome. I don't know why you and haven't done it yet. You talk about it way too often. I just need I just need some uh I need some liquid courage to do it. Just a little donut on my they wrist. They won't or do it if you're drunk. Just a little liquid courage. Not a lot. Yeah, we could take shots and head down the street, but I mean. <laughs> Either way, congrats to the happy couple. The photos are on our Facebook page and Instagram. Dirk Spelly and Jimmy Allen are teaming up for something, but not music. They're playing a sport together. 
They will exchange their microphones soon for pickleball paddles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <CBS>. Sexy. <laughs> I don't know. CBS Sports drafted the boys to participate in a two-hour comedy special slated to air on November 17th. Also on Paramount Plus, this pickleball tournament will be hosted by Stephen Colbert, and it will include appearances by 16 notable celebrities, making up eight teams. Along those are obviously Jimmy Allen, Dirk Bentley, Will Ferrell, Max Greenfield, Luis Guzman, Guzman, Sugar Ray, Kelly Rowland, Emma Watson. Wow. What a star-studded pickleball lineup. I know. This conf- <laughs> I was like, why is everybody playing pickleball? But the tournament will benefit the nonprofit Comic Relief U.S. And the organization is going to raise money and awareness for homelessness, which is fun. I don't know when pickleball got so trendy. I think it was, I don't know. I feel like just before the pandemic started, I started hearing a lot more about pickleball. Like, I had never even heard of pickleball until I was in high school PE. Yeah. And since that, I've never played it since then. Yeah, but I feel like it's it's really it's really on the up and up when it comes to, like, a competitive sport now. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of tennis players, like, ex, like pro tennis players that are now playing pickleball. Uh-huh. It's on ESPN now. It's crazy. And then people are so proud of their pickleball courts. I've Were we... Were we just shown pickleball courts in the Bahamas at that Sandals we resort? <laughs> They're like they so them. proud of it. They're like, and these are our brand new pickleball courts. And we were like, what? <laughs> what's what? We're not going to play pickleball while we're here. <laughs> I don't want to knock it because I haven't tried it yet since, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade. I imagine it is a ton of fun. It yeah. just seems so random to me. I even remember Maren Morris coming to town and she had a whole pickleball set up in her tour bus and she, they brought it outside in the parking lot and they were all play, playing pickleball. Doesn't Courtney from the Courtney Show play? Doesn't she always play? I feel like they always talk about pickleball. See, I don't know. Oh, you know what? Convies. Ah. That's a very, like, tie your sweater around your neck. The Convies <laughs> are going to go play it. I feel confident about that. Anyway, Dirk Bentley wrote online, Game face, check. It's almost time to take on the competition for Comic Relief US. Get hashtag pickled on November 17th at CBS. Mm. So, I guess if you want to see Dirks and Jimmy... Get pickled, <laughs> as they said. I don't know about that. Casey Cooper's country. Loretta Lynn knew she was leaving us and even recorded one final goodbye to fans. So yesterday we talked about her celebration of life that happened at the Grand Ole Opry over the weekend. But what I didn't know yesterday was that apparently Loretta was very aware of what was about to happen. And her family revealed that she smiled. She told them she was going home and that it was super peaceful for them to know that like she was doing it on her own time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works, but you, you get it like letting go. So she even recorded one final goodbye to her fans and friends that they played at the celebration of life. To my friends, thank you for giving me such a great laugh. I have never taken it or you for granted. I've traveled all over the world, but I've never got to see much. That is, except for you, my fans, my friends. I want you to know that I saw and I remember every one of you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you. She goes on to say, I shared my story so many times through songs, books, even the movie, and I tried to give back as much as I could, even though 
I can never repay you for the life and love that you've given to me. Thank you, your friend Loretta Lynn. Gosh, that's beautiful. Isn't that cool? Like if like her friends and family get to listen to that, you know, start your day with that on yeah. a daily basis, just to just to put things in perspective, you know. I think it's so neat because obviously most people don't get that opportunity to have like to say one last goodbye. Mm-hmm. And your family can keep it forever. Yeah. In the public, if you're a public figure. And I probably wouldn't take it seriously. Like if I did it, if I knew I was on my deathbed, I don't know that I'd take it seriously and I'd probably be funny through the whole thing. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But I thought that was a super endearing moment. I wish I would have known about it yesterday when we talked about the celebration of life. But as soon as I saw this, I knew we had to talk about it today. Shay Mooney from Dan and Shay had a big transformation recently and it's all for the better. Shay's sharing his recent journey. He's lost over 50 pounds since June. Wow. That's so much. And I don't think anybody was ever arguing that he was like an unhealthy weight or size to begin with. Yeah. But you can really see the difference on him now. He posted a photo to social media where I think, you know, whenever people lose a lot of weight and suddenly you can, you can see it in their face. Face first. This is the first time where I think that you're looking at a photo and you can just tell in his like neck. You're mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's not the same person. <laughs> he said, for anyone that's asking, all it is is eating clean, not drinking alcohol, and walking seven miles a day and some weights. That's it. That's it. Seven miles every day. It's the eating clean part for me. I just, I, think I see the M&Ms in the pantry and the Oreos and I just can't not. I think it's that way for most people. <laughs> eating clean, no alcohol, seven miles a day. This reminds me of, have you seen those treadmills that can fit under your desk at work? Yes. This reminds me of that. And I just see him bopping around in the studio recording a song, baby. And there's a faint yeah. In the back because he's just walking <laughs> his seven miles. That's no joke. That's a, that's a time commitment at that point. If yeah. you're walking seven miles a day, maybe that's, maybe he's just like in accumulation of seven miles a day based on how much they're moving on stage and things like that. Yeah. But if you were to like just go seven miles, you might be gone for four hours. It's <laughs> a lot. Point. Yeah. So shout out to him. He looks great. Obviously feeling healthier and excited to show off his progress. I'll repost this to Facebook and Instagram because like I said, as much as we love Shay anyway before, I think this just maybe will add to his confidence in promoting a healthier lifestyle. I think the pants will still stay tight though. The pants will always be tight. <laughs> Luke Bryan catching a lot of heat this week, but he's just turning the other cheek. Before I give you the rundown about this, I don't want any political yelling and we won't be posting about it anywhere especially facebook because y'all like to get wild out there it's okay if people are yelling then we can't hear them that's true because <laughs> we're in here yeah <laughs> luke bryan made a pledge whenever he went down to play his recent show in florida which was this past weekend he said he would donate the proceeds of that show to the florida disaster fund this inspiration came from hurricane ian pushing back three of luke's florida tour dates So while on stage, he said, you know, we're going to raise a lot of money for your state tonight. It's going to be great. He followed up by having Florida Governor DeSantis join him on stage. I don't know. Governor might have said a few words about it, but Mr. DeSantis, a very polarizing man. So people got lit up about it, mostly because elections are coming up. So people thought that Luke might have had some nefarious intentions with 
bringing the governor on stage at this time. But it's always sketchy to bring anything political near your career because somebody somehow is going to get upset about it. Yeah, and I think this is a totally, for me, just looking at it from the outside, I feel like this is a totally normal thing to have the governor of the state of Florida, which was just hit by a hurricane, show up at your thing, you know, show up at your concert, wherever, and accept the donations or whatever Luke Bryan was providing for the state of Florida. Yeah, Luke made a statement yesterday and... I think it's still like it shows his heart and where his intentions came from, as he says. I understood. I understand Governor DeSantis is a very polarizing figure, but I grew up in a way where if a governor asks you to come and raise awareness to help victims of a natural disaster, you participate. I'm generally staying out of politics throughout my career, but for me, the more important piece was that if I'm coming back there in a few weeks after a large portion of people have been affected by this natural disaster in a state that they've always been good to me, this felt right to raise awareness, have a little fun. He goes on to say, you know, this is all I'm saying about this. Peace out, Girl Scout. Yeah. Uh, Luke Combs just came out and said something about the current political climate. He said, everything is so contentious and heated, and that's always been super frustrating to me. I think what makes our country great is people's ability to have their own opinions and have the ability to disagree. And I think like what you said, Mm -hmm. it's just once, once music and politics kind of start to Mix. Mix a little bit. Then you, you're you going to get opinions from people because you got it, fans of music are, fan, are, are all sorts of political views, you know? Yeah. So whatever. He's helping the state of Florida recover and having seen hurricane damage like up front and uh, close and personal to me, everybody needs help where they can get it. Yeah. He says he knows that there was going to be chatter about this whenever he did it. But I, like I said, I think that Luke Bryan's always got a good heart about things. And so that people, you know, they can take a deep breath and he knows that these things, they come and go. It'll all blow over by the time we wake up tomorrow morning. Lainey Wilson is ACM's female vocalist of the year. She's also about to be featured in the fifth season of Yellowstone. Dropping like in November in a couple weeks. Yeah. It's exciting. So it's also super exciting that she's coming to Jingle Fest. And I keep forgetting that. <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to die when I see her in person because I love her so much. Yeah. Especially after like once Yellowstone starts coming out, we'll have enough time to watch it. We're definitely going to see her in it. And then to have her here with us at the family arena is going to be so cool. So what you're saying is that I should actually watch Yellowstone. Well, I should you probably should, start that so I we mean, have questions that are pertaining to that when we talk to her at Jingle Fest. You should have maybe started that yesterday. <laughs> I definitely will ask some questions about that. Um, but she's also got a new album coming out. It's called Bell Bottom Country. She's got that 70s flair to her music. Not just talking about her jeans. She's got a lot going on. So that's why her music's been featured on Yellowstone in the past. That led to her being the perfect candidate in someone's cast in this new season. And she did an interview with Taste of Country Nights where she spilled the beans about being on set and all of the things that happened or unexpected things. Like, you know, she didn't get to hang out with Kevin Costner, but she still had the time of her life. She realized out of every character, she's the most like Beth Dutton. And she may or may not have a love interest on screen. She's even written, written a few songs specifically for the new season that we're going to hear in it. And they asked her, did you steal anything from set? And she had a unique answer. And I have not told anybody this, okay? There was one day where I showed up on set and I was like, I don't have deodorant on. <laughs> I went into the bunkhouse and I 
literally think props that have probably been sitting there since season one. I use somebody's razor. And I use somebody's deodorant. <laughs> and I've been waiting to tell somebody. And I'm so glad that I found, I got to, I feel better. I feel like a weight has been lifted. Her accent, that authenticity yeah. is in, it's right there in the accent. Most people would steal like a piece of wardrobe or something like that. Not Lainey Wilson. No. No. She's still in deodorant. She's like, if it's there, I'm going to use it. <laughs> See Lainey Wilson at Jingle Fest on December 17th. Those tickets are at 923wil.com, and we hope to see you there along with Mitchell Tenpenny and Lainey and Tyler Hubbard and Chris Jansen. Casey covers country. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.